I'm Hannah. And I'm Anna. And we have a special guest today. Woo! Woo, special guests. So we have a treat for all of you tonight. As Anna said, we have a very special guest. We're so excited to introduce Amber Allen to our pod. (laughs) She is a phenomenal space artist. Yes, you heard me right. We have a space artist on this podcast today. We've been following her art on Instagram, and she has produced some incredible pieces. My personal favorite is this beautiful image. It's an image of a clothesline with the standard articles of clothing that are drying, a shirt, a bra, underwear, hanging, but then there's also a spacesuit in the mix. The reason I love that was because it showed me like a sense of normalization for space travel. Amber, we are so excited to have you on the show. We're so happy you're here. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Do you want to give us a little introduction? Tell us a little bit more about you. Well, like you said, I am uh, what you could term a space artist. I Most of my subjects have to do with aerospace, whether it be history or current events, just lots of things going on, and I always usually stick to the topic. It's not a really well-defined area. No, it's awesome. It looks like most of what you do is oil on canvas. Is that true? That is true. I occasionally branch out, but I'm primarily an oil painter. How did you decide on oils as your medium of choice? You know, I just, I worked with acrylics when I was younger and a couple other mediums, but it really just, it kind of makes more sense sometimes as a professional artist. And I I like the the texture of it. Plenty of other professional artists use acrylics very well, but uh, I wasn't very good at it. (laughs) So um, (laughs) I'm not very good at any art, so I'm amazed. Yeah, I'm very impressed. So my favorite, I think, is an astronaut leaning up against a wall, and there is a bird at her feet. And what I really like about it is it looks like a woman. I don't know. I'm assuming it's a woman. I've always projected it as a woman. It's like a very feminine, angled spacesuit, and I really liked that. Yeah, that was a sketch for a larger piece I'm still working on, actually. And then you do the zoomed-in portion of just the astronaut. It's just a regular spacesuit, but something about it makes it look so feminine that I really liked that. I did intend for it to be a woman, actually. but It did occur to me. Kind of hard to tell. That I was like, maybe it's not a woman. <laughs> and I am just like projecting myself into it. So Amber, how have you been? How's life? Life is good. I just uh, was pretty busy for the last month. Um, so I've had a bit of a bit of a break in the past few days. I had a show last Friday. So I had a couple things to rush to get ready for that. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. That's huge. Thank you. It was a group show, so thank goodness uh, I didn't have to do a million paintings, but... How many paintings did you show? I did about... I think it turned out to be 11. That's a lot. Yeah, it was mostly older work, so thank goodness. (laughs) Where was the show? It's at a gallery called Miris Gallery in San Francisco. They have a multi-use space, they have a bar, and they have kind of have a dance floor, and they have two floors. It's a really cool space. Uh, pretty new in San Francisco. Cool. That sounds so fun. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Was it themed specifically for space? Like the show itself? Mm, a little bit. They were having a larger opening for their for a solo show for one of their more well-known artists, and since they have two floors, they had him upstairs, and then there was a group show with just three artists downstairs, which was me and two other artists. Uh, I believe it's Alec Huxley and Tatty Holt. 
Alec Huxley does do space art in a way. He has astronaut helmets and sort of zero gravity type effects. The other one I wasn't as familiar with. So it was, it was a little bit space oriented, but not, not fully. Cool. That sounds awesome. This I'm sure this is not your first show. No, uh, but it is the first in a while. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Times have been weird. It must have felt good to get back into the swing of it. It was. It was good to have another one in the city again. The last one I'd had to, I'd gone out to Arizona for. And How do you get all your art there? Do you ship it? That's a good question. Well, that was actually a kind of a specialty show. So kind of an art fair, more like. But it's at a, a festival called Space Fest. I don't know if you're familiar. <laughs> that sounds so That's fun. No, we are not. Awesome. <laughs> You would probably love it. There's a lot of astronauts who come, and they have an art show every year. Yeah, Anna, we're going to have to put that on our calendars. <laughs> yeah, that sounds phenomenal. Like, Anna and I love all things space, and I think I just have a blast going to, like, a yes. space art show. And we also like vacation, so. Yes. <laughs> we love vacation. <laughs> so much. So that sounds awesome. Wow. Yeah. I'm jealous. All right. Well, that's cool. How have you been, Hannah? Anna, I've been good. Uh, my adrenaline was really up this weekend because I watched Squid Games. Like, that was my weekend. I haven't been able to. I started and then I, like, look between my fingers because I know it's going to be bad. <laughs> like, not, like, bad as in the show was bad, but, like, bad things are going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's too intense. Like, I had to definitely s- spread it out over a couple weeks. But I finished the series and literally, like, my adrenaline was so high with the, like, with episodes... Actually, epi- all the episodes. I can't even say that there was a subset. <laughs> I'm just so weak. <laughs> no, I, I haven't. I tried and I couldn't do it. So you're better yeah. than me. For those of you who don't know, Squid Games is this Korean show on Netflix. It's very popular right now. It was really fun to watch and really scary to watch. It's some contestants who have to carry out children's games but it gets very violent and gory. Uh, (laughs) So it's an adult-themed show surrounding children's games. Yeah, exactly. You nailed it. It's been, like, everywhere, all over social media, everywhere. Yeah, it's wild. (laughs) But, yeah, that was my weekend. How about you, Anna? What's going on? How are you doing? Oh my god, so on the exact opposite of Squid Games, I finally gave in and got Apple TV so I could watch Ted Lasso. Have either of you watched that show? No. No, but I saw a trailer for it. Oh my god, it's my favorite. It's the cutest, most heartwarming television show in existence, I have decided. I love Schitt's Creek, and I think this might, I actually might like Ted Lasso more than I like Schitt's Creek, which is saying a lot for me. Jason Sudeikis plays this guy named Ted Lasso, and he is an American college football coach. And he gets a job coaching soccer or, like, European football in London. And it is the most adorable, heartwarming, funny TV show ever. Uh, I love it. So I feel like I rebelled hard against Squid Games and went for heartwarming. I'll have to check that out because I love Schitt's Creek and Anna loves Schitt's Creek. She, Anna will quote Schitt's Creek. That's how much she loves it. <laughs> All the time. All the time. It's so good. Wow. So good. I mentioned it to my friend. I was like, I think I'm going to get Apple TV so I can watch this. He's like, well, you get three months free if you buy a new Apple device. 
I was like, it's $4.99 a month. So I guess I could buy an $800 iPhone. <laughs> or I could just spend $15 to get it for three months. Yeah, I think maybe your way was probably a good idea. <laughs> but it's great, and I would recommend. Also, awesome. you get a seven-day free trial when you sign up. So I guess if you are committed enough, you could sign up and watch them all in seven days. And then get Whoa. rid of it. <laughs> Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that one out. It's so good. All right. Are you ready to get into this? Definitely. All right, everyone. Let's dive into this episode. But before that, let's introduce ourselves. So I'm Henna. I'm Anna. I'm Amber. And this is... But But it is Rocket Science. So Amber, we've got some questions we're going to ask you. All right. First of all, I mean, I think the obvious question is, what got you into space art? Because that seems like such a niche field. Well, it was kind of a combination of things, to be honest. I was super into science fiction when I was a kid, and, you know, so it was always on my radar. But it didn't really combine with my art until I was in my senior year of art school. Let's see, for senior year, I had an astronomy class and a physics class. Which, uh, I went to an art school, so those were, um... I was about to say, how did you have astronomy and physics at your art school? Like, that's awesome, but not what I would expect. Yeah, it was probably not very intense, uh, but it was taught by people in the field, um, who they were very amused to be teaching at an art school. (laughs) Uh, so that was always fun. You know, like I said, um, I'd probably done a couple projects, because I started painting when I was like 14 or 15. I'd probably done a couple projects like about Star Wars or something vaguely space related, but... <laughs> That's awesome. I think what started it, and I was trying to remember, for our for my astronomy class, the final project was we had to find an uh, astronomy related subject, write a paper, and we could also do an art project related to that subject. The teachers who taught the science courses were always thought this was just, the school told them they could do this, and they thought it was hilarious to assign art projects. <laughs> um, and we're, they were just pleased with whatever we did, you know, because they didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, if somebody was like, I brought you an art project, I'd be like, it's amazing. <laughs> like, I don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, like, how do you grade that if you are in, the, if you're solely in the field of engineering, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> or sp- space, or s- science? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I had no idea that was a thing. Like, that's that's so cool. That is cool. So what did you do? I did, uh, well, I wrote my paper about the Harvard computers. Wow. The group of women in the late 1800s and early 1900s who processed astronomical data for the Harvard Observatory. They were mainly recording data, but they also, quite a few of them went on to be quite influential in the field of astronomy, and that was very rare for the time. So I wrote my paper on them. There's a famous photo of them all standing together outside Harvard, holding hands. What I did was I traced that photo on a very long canvas, didn't do any of their specific features, and turned them into the Fraunhofer lines, so it kind of looked like a rainbow across the canvas, and then they had the Milky Way behind them. That's so cool. That sounds beautiful. The Fraunhofer lines, for anybody who doesn't know, they're used in astronomical spectroscopy and they look like a rainbow, a gradient, and it starts at blue and it ends at red. And it goes through all the rainbow colors. They're like specifically characterizing the absorption of the sun's or star's radiation. So cool. Wow. 
All right, so the next question we have is, what's been your most memorable experience being a space artist? Well, this one was really hard for me to decide on, actually, because I've had some some pretty cool things happen. I mentioned Space Fest earlier, and the first one was in 2019. 2020 was canceled, obviously. Yeah. The first one I went to, I got to meet Michael Collins. That's cool. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, yeah. again, so Michael Collins is one of the astronauts who went up with Neil Armstrong and Buzz, whose name I am absolutely forgetting. What is his last name? Buzz Aldrin. Aldrin. Thank you. I, was, I always <laughs> say that, and I always want to say Buzz Lightyear, but I know that's obviously not what that is. He was one of the astronauts who went on the Apollo 11 mission with Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, but he did not go onto the moon. Still super cool guy, though. Yes. It was very funny. Uh, we didn't talk long, but he was also an artist. So, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. Me either. You should look up his art. It's so funny and good. It's very good. He's, he did primarily watercolors. Wow. Is he still alive? No, he died in this past year. Oh, that's sad. That is really sad. Well, it's a shame. Yeah, that's so cool you got to meet him, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did he actually showcase his art, or was this just through conversation that you found out that he was also an artist? No, he has his he had this his art there every year, and they still show it. Had it this past year. They're connected with the the IAAA. If you've ever heard of them, the IAAA is the International Association of Astronomical Artists. Yes, it is. Yeah, so I'm a member. I don't know if he was a member as well, but he might have been, and he knew he knew all the all the artists for many years. Uh, so it was always fun. That's so cool. That's incredible. Uh- I did not know any of this. <laughs> I had heard IAAA, but I had never, like, looked into it. I didn't realize there was actually, like, it was an association of artists. Like, I've just <laughs> seen the logo on different, I guess now I'm realizing, art. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I say I'm not sure if Michael Collins was a member, because I, I don't call seeing his name on a lot of things, but Alan Bean was uh, a very prominent member of the IAAA. Yeah, they have a whole little tab called, What is Space Art? <laughs> Space art has many facets and encompasses realism, impressionism, hardware, sculpture, abstract imagery, even zoological art. (laughs) Wow. That's so cool. That's amazing. The cosmos contain many sources of visual inspiration. Wow. That's lovely. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Amber also said she met, you met Alan Bean or Alan Bean's art was? I think, um... I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, he he died right before I went to space. That's the first time. I don't know if he was planning to go that year or not, but he usually did go. So that was a shame. Aww. But that is a bummer. That's wow, a bummer. this is turning out to be kind of, kind of a bummer. <laughs> no, I know. I'm sorry, but both of their no, it's not Alan, you, <laughs> Alan Beans yeah. and Michael Collins. Everyone should see astronauts art it's it's so yeah cool. that's so cool yeah alan bean was yeah. a engineer and a nasa astronaut that's incredible i had no idea that there were so many astronauts connected with artists mm-hmm. in the field of space art i didn't either but it kind of makes me like you hear all these stories of astronauts who went to space and they're like i went to space and i was so inspired by what i saw mm-hmm. so i mean i'm inspired by it and i've only you know spent my whole life <laughs> here on earth so I can imagine, like, going to space, you really are just, like, I don't, I couldn't imagine there's anything more inspirational for art. No, it's true. You know? 
one of my Absolutely. other one of my other great experiences um and a lot of this also has to do with people who've yeah. bought bought my art so it's it's not as much meeting people although i have met her uh was uh, the astronaut nicole stott has several of my pieces she's very connected with the artistic world as well so wow <laughs> this is wild <laughs> like i love space art and i've never been to space so i imagine if i have been to space i would love it even more also yeah. uh I scrolled further down the page on what is space art, and it's called descriptive realism is also known as rocks and balls. Cosmic yes. impressionism is also known as swirly art. This is mm-hmm. from the website. Like, I'm not, like, making this stuff up. That's hilarious. <laughs> Hardware art is also known as nuts and bolts. I think this is great. I just, I like, I was reading this. Like, this is official. Apparently, the uh, one of the official terms for cosmic impressionism is swirly art, which I'm all for. But <laughs> it did make me laugh. Um, How yeah. incredible. Wow. You know, I was also just thinking, like, astronauts being involved with space art, it's just another avenue for inspiring people, like, inspiring the world. It's just through art. Like, you'll see art more often. Um, than getting a chance to go up into space. And if you can display that through art that's more accessible for mm-hmm. everyone, yeah. you're inspiring so many more people. Now it's I also true. Think, what I think so amazing about space art is like, I love seeing all the images, all the famous space images, obviously, that we can take actual pictures. But I think what's so cool about space art is it is kind of just the visual representation of science fiction. Like kind of the one you love so much of like the spacesuit and the bra and everything hanging on the clothesline. I think it's... <laughs> mm-hmm. What's so cool about that is it's, like, that could be our future one day. Yes, exactly. Oh, what is your favorite? You said you love science fiction. What's your favorite book? I was going to ask you, but then I forgot. Ooh, my favorite book. Uh, Let's see. This one, favorite purely sci-fi book is probably a book called A Matter of Profit by Hilary Bell. Uh, it's probably not very, that one. It's not very well known, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, it's kind of about um, a. It's about a young man who comes. He's not really coming home. He's coming. He was in like an interstellar war, and his species, who's kind of human-like, has supposedly conquered this large civilization that spans many, many planets, and he's very puzzled because he comes to his family who's settled there, and no one at the- no one in the culture seems to mind that they've seemingly been invaded. (laughs) Uh, So he's, like, has to figure out this whole mystery to do with it and everything. Wow! That's cool! I'm noting this here because then maybe somebody will hold me to it. I am trying for the like so many time to read Dune because oh. the new movie is coming out. <laughs> oh, so I'm, I'm noting this here. I, I f- will try again to read Dune because I, I want to have read Dune. <laughs> I've, I've tried it. I've started it about three times. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> but Anna, now all of our listeners are your accountability partner. <laughs> yeah, to be like, because I want to have read Dune. But I appear to not want to read Dune, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, like, want to have read it, so. I'm that way with Seven Eves. Like, every time I've never even I tried. I looked at I it and can't. went, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> just just like... looked at <laughs> I got through, like, 100 pages, and I was like, I just can't anymore. I'm done. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. But this looks like a good one. I'll have to check that out. Uh, I'm at our profit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It's exactly. also it's it's one book, so it's easier to commit that, to. Yeah, that's that was <laughs> that what helps. I was referencing. I was like, this looks like just Google it. I was like, this looks like a reasonable number of pages. <laughs> and there's just one. Like character driven. If you're into like space battles, there's not that much of that, but uh it's there's got some action in it. But it's more I'm you know not. about people's, you know, you know, culture and <laughs> learning to live with each other. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff, which yeah, I think is my too. issue with Dune. All right. All right, Amber. So we have another question for you. How do you get your inspiration? Because looking at your Instagram page, you have such a variety of scenery. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And all of it's beautiful. So I am just wondering here, like, how do you get your inspiration? Yeah, well, as for the variety, I can't keep it together, apparently. <laughs> but um, I get it from a lot of places. Like, the actual... You know, it's not that exciting, but I'm not going to lie for, you know, actual specific ideas. You just have to keep working on things, whatever you have to be working on. And then you'll eventually have, like, either a regret. Oh, I wish I'd done this instead, and then that'll be your next project. Or <laughs> or you get excited, and then that turns into excitement of a new project. Or looking at other artists' work as well. But for just different ideas in the sense of like how do I get the idea to say do I recently did all the zero gravity the toys that they use is the zero gravity indicators on the rockets that go up like they've been like there was the sparkly dinosaur and then baby Yoda and a couple others yeah I was just looking at those the baby Yoda is so cute (laughs) Uh, those, you know, I, I keep, I watch all, you know, like, the current events in aerospace and in the aerospace industry, and a lot of that does inspire me. And I've been trying to, sometimes I do just things for fun, and also I'm trying to, I guess in my core work, I'm trying to introduce themes of universal understanding, I guess, and unity and it's not very obvious visually but a lot of my inspiration comes from my jewish heritage um and yeah it doesn't come across visually it's just themes that i you know want to introduce and maybe eventually it'll be more apparent (laughs) no that's beautiful that's beautiful yeah what kind of themes like within your jewish heritage what kind is there something specific that you could share one specific is kind of my use of the motif of the spacesuit. I kind of think of it as an extra layer in a concept that's very prevalent in Judaism when you get kind of to the mystical, not mystical, but kind of more spiritual side of things, not the, not the you know, <laughs> liturgical side. It's the idea that are, that there are three levels of clothing for the soul. So it's your thoughts, your speech, and your action. So those are considered layers to your souls. Like, so, and you have to, if you want all your clothes, all your garments to be, you know, all in order, you have to, you know, get your entire being in order. Um, And so I was kind of thinking of the spacesuit as an extra layer of that. I'd once heard a suit described as kind of like a mini spaceship 
it can has you know at least temporarily it has everything needed to sustain life in an unsustainable environment and i was kind of thinking of that you know as kind of being like a protective layer or it it doesn't make perfect sense when i say it out loud <laughs> but no but i think it's beautiful yeah i think it's wonderful to it, it's really cool to get a window into your mind about this so yeah, <laughs> yeah. anything you share is just fascinating to me <laughs> Also, something I wanted to note, you did Tremor, the beanie baby that was for the SpaceX Mm -hmm. uh, Crew Dragon, what is it, Demo 2, I think is what it was called? I think so. So the the beanie baby is called Tremor and it has these like sequins on it. Your sequins look so good. (laughs) They look so impressive. Yeah, that took a while. That had to have taken you so long. Like it's got those like sequins that flip. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's so impressive. Also, it is still, that Beanie Baby is still out of stock everywhere. <laughs> you can't get it anywhere. I kept trying to buy it for oh, I uh, somebody I know. And you can, eBay's like, you want to spend $25? I'm like, not really. <laughs> this is really impressive. Wow. Thank you. So can you talk to us a little bit how you decided to go to art school? My, uh, my sister actually went to the same school. So she's older. So I kind of got to see the process uh you know up in person and i really liked it and i they had some yeah. they had some pre-college classes that were they were pretty cheap so i just took them online yeah go for at, it yeah so that was my first actual painting class was online she was going online too for actual for her degree and uh i was just doing them for fun but i really i fell in love hard, (laughs) you know, just with the process and uh, the teachers there who were, we were still in Texas, uh, which is where I lived before I moved out for school. Um, And, you know, it just, it felt right. So (laughs) uh, that's awesome. That's beautiful. Yeah. So I'm an older, I'm the oldest and I love being the oldest for the most part. Um, (laughs) Except for the fact that my brother just got to watch everything I do and then, like, figure it out from there. I'm like, I was, like, the guinea pig. Like, you just get to, like, be like, did that work out for you? And then figure it out. So I was always a little jealous of the younger siblings who have, like, somebody else to, like, learn, see what they're up to. the path. Yeah. (laughs) No, I understand. We had... My brother's also an engineer, so... Oh, awesome. Like me. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so, I mean... In school, we had some similarities. She went for interior yeah. design, but after gra- our careers now are very different, and we <laughs> we try to lean on each other, but there's not a lot of advice that goes both ways except for basic business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my brother is um, an electrical engineer, and he's working on his PhD. So yeah, we also veered pretty hard. <laughs> oh, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I just get confused when he talks about it. But that's so fun. That's awesome. So were you and your sister, did you go there at the same time, like, uh, or were you too far apart in age? Uh, we had some crossover, uh, so, yeah, we had, like, almost three years in common, because, um, she had, we're, we're four and a half years apart, but she waited a year, uh, after graduating high school to start, and, um, I, and the, the thing about art school is that it's often a five-year, uh, basically, It doesn't have I didn't to know that. It doesn't have to be, but the equivalent to a four year degree takes five years. <laughs> uh, wow. Pretty uh, it depends upon your school, but 
it's just so much physical work that takes so much time that your course load, if you want to, you know, be a human being, <laughs> you cannot take, like some people did and some managed it, but most people couldn't ever take more than four classes at once. No, I, I had a, so I had a friend in college, she was my roommate for a bit and she was an interior design major. And I mean, it's different than art, but yeah, just the sheer amount of like volume of stuff. Like I remember our apartment when like, our apartment would be filled with just like tile samples everywhere oh, and like exactly. paint samples. <laughs> yeah. Just the physical, like, cause in engineering, you have a lot of work to do, but mm-hmm. a lot of it is more abstract. It's like something about the actual, like the, the physical, like making of the product. Oh yeah. Seemed like it took a lot. Oh no. Like you so. might not, te- you might technically have the same amount of work, but Sometimes the art will just take phys- a lot more physical amount of time. <laughs> yes, which is what I was trying to say. Like, yeah, because there's a level of, like, I think over time you get faster at doing things oh. in engineering. Like, you get faster at math and you get faster mm-hmm. at physics. But I feel like art, like, I don't know if you ever, to paint a quality painting, I don't know if you ever really get faster. You do. You you can get, you get significantly faster, but it probably does take approximately five years <laughs> to I like, believe you yeah to get I just to, the, to get to that point where you could cut down a project project's time <laughs> wow to that degree that's impressive all right Amber all right. so thanks for answering all of our questions we just wanted to open it up now for you to go ahead and plug yourself to our listeners so if there's any websites <laughs> any social media that you want our listeners to check out go ahead and take it away yeah, definitely. Most of it's pretty easy to remember. My website is just uh, amberallenart.com, and that's the same on my Instagram, amberallenart. I think I mentioned my show earlier uh, that I had at uh, Miris Gallery in San Francisco. They have a, all those pieces that were in the show are for sale through them, so I'll be kind of posting about those in the coming weeks. And I'm pretty much often open for commissions and prints are available and stuff like that. <laughs> and if anyone has any questions, I'm always answering messages. So <laughs> Social media, man. It's an amazing thing. <laughs> Just it's looking beautiful. through all our stuff. Thank you. Yeah. It's re- I, I, and it's hard... When you hear space art, I think of like galaxy print because I just like own, I own like stock yes. galaxy print everything. Like, like my ski bag is galaxy print. My backpack is galaxy print. Like, but exactly. that is like what she does is an entirely different level than like a computer generated galaxy print on your backpack. <laughs> it's like, truly it's- unique. Like that's what I fell in love with, Amber, was just how like unique your art is. And it's very, you know, not typical of the galaxy print like Anna just described. <laughs> If you love space and you have people in your, or if you have people in your life who love space and love art, then definitely check her out. (laughs) Check out her prints on her website. Uh, Thank you so much, Amber, for joining our show today. Thank you. We had so much fun getting to talk to you. No, thank you guys. It was, it's such an honor. So I'm really, really glad to be able to talk to you. (laughs) All right. Hannah, do you want to, do you want to tell everybody where they can find us? Um, you can find us on our Instagram at But It Is Rocket Science. You can find us on our Twitter at But It Is RS. You can find us on our Facebook page at But It Is Rocket Science. We also have merch, so you can go to www.butitisrocketscience.com and we have a shop page there, so you can check out some cool tote bags, mugs, 
uh, t-shirts and tanks with our But It Is Rocket Science logo. And we also have a contact us page on our website. So let us know what you felt about our interview today. Let us know if you have any episode ideas for the future. We are open to hearing it. And if you really, really want to make our day, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. We'd absolutely appreciate it and love it. And also, we understand times are weird, uh, so no pressure here. We do have a Patreon page. Uh, If you're so inclined, you can check it out. You can just look up But It Is Rocket Science uh, on Patreon. Yes, we'll also have it linked in the show notes, as well as all of Amber's social media and her website. And, oh my god, as well as all of Amber's social media and her website and all of the stuff we mentioned today. So if you're curious about anything, check the show notes. It's probably there for you. All right. Until next time, space cadets. T minus three, two, one, lift off.